the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell gonna try to dive bomb down the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. Duvall is in control. We open back up. Here comes Neil once again. He's going for the pass. Oh, bumping going on. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper. and with me today, as always. Brandon Waterhead, guys. What is going on? It's going to be a good one tonight. It's going to be a good one tonight. Nobody in the guest seat tonight? It means more work for us. More work for us. Yeah, we, can't, we can't rely on them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 077 coming at you guys. We are excited to be back to be talking about some GNCC John Penton action. It was a pretty good week of racing, Brandon, and we finally got to make it out to one. Yes, we did. It was awesome. It was a great time it that we had. Hot. This it was it hot. It was hot. It was hot. That's why we stayed in the woods a lot. That's why we stayed <laughs> yeah. in the woods a lot. What's up, Doug Kirk, David Hawkins? Thanks for joining us, guys. We appreciate you guys as always uh, staying in the chats and talking it up. If you guys wouldn't mind, share this video. I'm gonna start saying that, Brandon. Just share, share, it. share, share it. the video. Click that and, little heart uh, over there. Yeah, yeah. Share. If you like it, let's go. Let's go, share guys. Share the crap out of it. Before we get going, we gotta thank our awesome sponsors. Uh, we got to thank Guts Racing since 1985. Guts has been the best seat covers and the best seat foam in the business. Andy Gregg and the guys over at Guts Racing make a top-of-the-line product, and if you guys don't have it on your bike, you should. It is starting to take the um, the ATV XC line by, right. pro, by storm yeah all those guys are starting to are starting to run um guts, guts. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool to that's see awesome yeah it's pretty cool to see we gave one away last week we'll be giving one away here soon again uh seal savers since uh 21 years ago they've been the first and original fork protection out there if you need protection for your mountain bike for your dirt bike for your atv for those coil savers they got you covered guys it was muddy out there Yes, it was. It was muddy in the John Penton. Oh, man. Sunday was a nasty, muddy-looking thing. Yeah, I saw a few sets of seal savers out there, but you need to see more. Uh, those guys over there are doing a great job at making some awesome products to keep your machines protected, to keep all of the money that you put into those shocks worthwhile yeah, yeah. and it, it helps it helps it does help Brandon, oh, it you've been running it all year been running them all year man yep so uh make sure you guys do that and you guys can buy anything on seal savers website for 25 percent off by using the discount code splitline with a capital s so go over to seal savers use that discount code uh we also got to thank sunstar chain and sprockets brandon what are they made of? Case Harden Steel, man. Case Harden Steel. They are the best in the business. Doug Kirk and the boys over yep. there at Sunstar taking over the world. Yes, they are, man. Uh, uh, we're going to be giving not one, but two Sunstar chain <laughs> and sprockets. Doug, apologize again. Yeah. Yeah, I, ma I made a mistake. Made I made a mistake. a mistake. It was supposed to be just chains, but it, but I said chain and sprocket. And Doug is so cool that he just and like he backed you up. It. He backed he me up. He didn't even put you out on the spot. Didn't even blow me out. I, if I was him, I probably would have. I'm like, dude, 
Come on. We're giving two sets away tonight. Not thanks to me. Thanks to Doug. That's and right. thanks to Sunstar <laughs> Chain and Sprocket. Kind of thanks to you. You just kind of threw it out there, you know? Yeah, but if I'm you joking. guys don't win the ones tonight, you can go over there to their website and save 30% off by using the discount code SPLITLINE30. So make sure you guys check that out. Support the brands that are supporting this show and supporting the sport. We got to thank uh, XC Gear. XC Gear, we're going to be giving a Mako 360 away tonight. Woo, baby. Brandon's getting the randomizer ready. Yeah, we're going to be that's what I've been working on We're going to be we're going to be giving one of those away tonight uh to a lucky uh player of the fantasy game. Um that's how you win prizes in this in in, in this uh podcast. You yeah. you play our fantasy game. It's a lot of fun and uh, we give away some pretty sweet prizes. This this week was two Sunstar Chain and Sprockets and an XC Gear Mako 360. Uh best bar clamps in the business. You can have the three different uh uh, colors of stiffness um, in the bar clamps and I tell you what man top of the line product you could have the uh, the hammerhead 360 for the mountain bike mm -hmm. Doug Kirk has that and he says it is amazing yeah he said he won't ride a mountain bike without it. Yep. I need to get it because you know how I am Mr. Mountain Bike over yeah. here. Uh, need and your hands are sensitive kind of My too. hands are a little sensitive. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also got to thank Mountain State Hair Scrambles. We're going to be racing this weekend in Masontown. Uh, top of the line race series. If you guys want a technical race series that helps develop your skills, go no further than Mountain State Hair Scramble. Check out their website to find their um, schedule and, and just go out there and ride top of the line um hair scramble in west virginia in my right. opinion oh yeah awesome awesome people and awesome series yep so uh let's get into the show brandon episode show. 77 yeah. yeah man it's gonna be great it's gonna be a good one um just to throw it up there um the nine hour race is coming up and in, in, it's july 10th right or 11th july 9th i believe july 9th yeah. sorry about that no worries. so i just want to throw it out there um if you guys want to put a team in um i know the purses um there's purse keeps be, rising the purse keeps rising for all different classes so <clears throat> the pro purse is six thousand dollars right now yeah Man. hardcore harvey and all those guys over there uh i believe kenda is the main sponsor of that they're doing a great job it, it's it, it's really cool to see a race like that come to the east coast you yeah. might even see a split line team out there. Yeah. I don't know yet. We know it's not going to have. Uh, no, I'll, I'll be there, most likely. I'll be out of full gas. And speaking of full gas, that's where I'll be this weekend down in Beckley, West Virginia. Yeah, but back to the nine hour. <laughs> nine hours. Teams of three people and. Uh, um, Jeff Harvey announced it on his show last night, so I might as well announce it on our show tonight that we are actually going to be having a purse of our own. Um, we don't. It's going to be a $600 purse. Um, they're trying to figure out where they want to put purses, like what classes and whatnot. Right. Um, if there's enough people to cover classes, then we might just do the, the overall um, amateur. Mm -hmm. That way they can get an extra $600. Right. But we wanted to get involved with that and support the sport yeah. and support uh, you guys. Um, you know, support ATV racing. And it's not going to be the last purse this no. year that split line is putting out right we're working on working we're working on something on else, something else. Yeah. we're working on something else that's why we don't have enough money to pay ourselves because we we just <laughs> yeah but hey speaking of money we bought a ton of t-shirts we did and Are i got a, i got a message today that they just shipped out today oh man that's i'm gonna to try to get them to 
uh, Ronnie and um, I'm sorry. We'll try to get them. <laughs> Ronnie, that's like I was, I was looking here on the comments. I'm try, I will try to get them to Richie uh, over at Mount Saint Hair Scramble. So that way they can have them in their merchandise department mm -hmm. this weekend at this race. Right. But if I don't, hit me up. I'll take a picture of them and you guys can see them once we uh, once we get them. Hopefully in the next day or two. Right. So uh, new shirts are coming. So make sure you guys get ready to check that out. Brandon, we got an awesome episode lined up tonight. We got the winner. Oh, yeah. Of the John Penton, two times in a row, Josh Strang coming on That's on the two-wheel awesome, side. So it's Can't wait be, to hear from him. No, no, yeah, he uh, he came on the show a while back before we were live. Uh, great interview, great guy. Um, excited to hear about his comeback to to racing after having you know the first uh, three or four uh, rounds off after his injury in round two mm -hmm. um, with the with the uh, arm. But he came back, came strong, and. Um, you know, he must be doing pretty good in the mud. Yeah. Because it was a little slick. He's a good mud rider. The last two races he won yeah. was uh, in muddy conditions. That's so, right, yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, I'm excited to talk to him and pick his brain about about his season so far. But uh, like Brandon said, and like I said, we were at the races this weekend. We talked to you guys over there on Saturday. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming up and hanging out with us. We handed out a bunch of stickers. Yep. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a good, really, very good time, man. Um, there's a lot of people we didn't get to talk to, unfortunately, but we'll uh, we'll, we'll try to catch you at the Mason Dixon coming up here soon. Um, but dude, it was awesome just meeting some people that actually watched the show and and just, just hanging out with the mud fleas down there in uh, the Monster Mile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of us actually ended up down in with the mud well fleas. you know like, i we, had you i we had were. you i know but the, okay go ahead and tell them the story <laughs> well, so so the the i think we made it on uh racer tv right we did we, we made did. it on racer <laughs> tv and uh you know we were trying to help a guy out and uh i had you we we're pulling we we're pulling and the bike wasn't going and then it started going and then i let go and next thing I know, you're just sliding down with the quad. I'm like, what, are you, what is he doing? Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to. Yeah. Well, the guy stalled out and then couldn't get it started. And I'm yeah. like, we're not going to be able to pull this bike no. up without some help from him. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, it created some cool opportunities for videos. We yeah. got down there and watched. Uh, uh, there was a fight that broke out down there. Yeah. It was a little wild for a so, second, guys. A little guys. crazy, yeah. A little wild. Let's, let's calm her down. <laughs> calm her down. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was hot. And but the racing was fantastic it was from top to bottom we're gonna go a little deeper into it after we after we talk to josh we're gonna right. talk to we're gonna talk about the dirt bikes first yeah um but uh just a little preview of that uh man gut-wrenching for walker fowler whenever you know we were expecting a yeah. great battle for him and do uh, we know bryson. do we know if he was still leading bryson when he broke because he broke about a mile away from like a half a mile away from us i, I the monster mile. i know he was in that creek bottom so right. it couldn't have been too far from so us that's what i'm saying i, I don't know if he broke if, if Neil, I never went back and watched, but yeah. I don't know if Neil was in front of him by then or if Walker was still leading. And if Walker was still leading, man, that that uh, that's a really gut wrenching punch it, right to the gut. It really is. It really is. And you hate to see, you hate to see that. Like you don't, and even Bryson hated to see that because mm -hmm. like we we kept saying no breakdowns, no breakdowns, right. and then a broke down got got Walker. But I'm telling you what, guys, the season is not over. No. I uh, mean, because it can turn the table can turn the other table way. Table can turn the other way. I mean. Name me one XC1 Pro besides Walker Fowler in the past several years that has not had a breakdown. Right. Yeah. It's, I can't name one. No. Bryson yeah. has had his his share. Right. Um, uh, Hunter Hart, Walker, uh, uh, um, Adam McGill, like yep. all those guys yep. have had issues. Uh, I mean, even Devin Fian this past weekend, he was he was he was right there yep. in contention for a podium position and had a radiator radiator blows right. hose blow off. <laughs> but uh, um, you know, it was it was 
it was a bummer it to was. see that to happen it to was. Walker for sure. The good news is it happened kind of not want to say halfway, but kind of in the earth, not really early, but right there in that spot where anything can still happen. And we got a lot of races, especially snowshoe. Anything can happen at snowshoe with it being so rough. So. I think it happened at a perfect time to where he can make it back and and maybe have a good uh, run at it here at the end. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Hey, real quick, Toby Hughes, he wanted to give us a shout-out for for telling him what line to take on that hill. Oh, he said we, we were right on the line. The middle line was the way to go. And we saw you every lap, man. You did a good job yeah. this weekend. Good yeah. run. Good yeah. run for sure. So you got to listen to us, guys. And also, Doug Kirk <laughs> said that Sunstar is going to be putting in a uh, purse as Ooh, well. Okay. Um, I read that right. If I read it wrong, Doug, I'm sorry for for messing it up again. <laughs> but uh, but uh, for the nine-hour race, uh, purses are coming left and right. I love to man, see that. That's man. awesome. It's going to be bringing out a lot of people, I believe. And if I'm not mistaken, and I don't know if we got announce this but i'm pretty sure there's going to be a couple pro riders maybe making their their way into it i've heard some rumors some so i'm not i'm not, We're saying, not gonna say who i'm not gonna say who we've heard i've just heard rumors. we've heard rumors. It's, not my, it's not my news to drop but i'm just saying yeah, we don't drop news over here. Yeah, we try We're not, not the news droppers. We're the news talkers. That's right. <laughs> so be, be on the lookout for that. And, uh, you know, even if you just want to go watch, it'd be exciting. No, I agree 100%. Um, nine hours is a long race. It is. I'm, I'm curious to see how a track like that would break down. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been talking to a couple of guys, possibly putting a team together. But, uh, yeah. you know. You're really trying to snag me, but. I mean, you were all in until you decided to, you have to go race some two wheels. Hey, man. Two, wheel, two wheels is where it's at, brother. Two wheels is where it's at. <laughs> easy, easy. Easy. Hey, we got it's Josh Strain coming on. We got Josh Strain coming on. We do got on. Josh Strain coming on. We do got you know? Josh Strain coming Come on. Come on, man. Hey, so let's, like, you want to just jump into our, our fantasy, or do you want to talk about, or do we want to leave it in suspense a little bit and go through the running order for uh, this week at the GNCC? Real quick, before we do that, real fast, mm-hmm. the first motocross national this weekend um and are we doing a, we're doing fantasy for motocross right for pulp on pulp we're we doing it what's that we're doing fantasy for motocross on yeah, pulp, yeah, right? yeah join us join us on that okay we I have wonder. a we have a pretty big league league so far almost 50 people mm-hmm. have played so if you are not if you play pulp mx fantasy uh make sure you join our league mm-hmm. it's just split line mm-hmm. right um and uh and you can win a t-shirt right yeah you can win a t-shirt and um so yeah, it'd be fun, and I think the the if you want to watch all the races, you have to go to Mav TV, and most likely subscribe to the Plus uh, Mav TV Plus, which is really cool because all the GNCC races are starting to come on Mav TV. Yeah, they're not live; they're they're playbacks and stuff, and you get to hear get old Mikey Wayne's voice uh, come across the screen. Um, but those are always fun to watch, and you can always yeah. go back and rewatch them. So yeah. It, you get both best of both worlds. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, make sure you guys check that out. Um, uh, but, uh, Brandon. Yep. So let's talk. You want to do the gene? You want to do the, the, uh, running order for the GNCC this weekend so far? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, in the four by four pro Cody Kohler took another win. Dude, he was hauling. He was hauling. We saw him. We saw him hauling. Hayden Mickelson, another, he was hauling hauling as well. Took second and, uh, uh, Landon Wolf took third. Yeah. That's good. You know, you know, for not hitting every round for not hitting every round. Mm -hmm. And then I saw like in the, uh, the, between the arrows, he was talking about how he's been kind of really not training at all either and just come out and get third like no big deal right Uh, the guy's a legend in the sport for for sure sure, yeah 
Uh, and then in the the women's pro, uh, Jessica Eloff uh, took first. Tracy, Tracy Pickens took second, and Hannah Hunter took third. Uh, Hannah Hunter had some troubles mm -hmm. in the beginning of the race and had some mechanical issues. And to battle back to third, good run for her. Um, and then those girls are hauling. Jessica oh, dude, yeah. and Tracy both were just hauling. We were watching them, and um, it, it's impressive the speeds that those girls are carrying. Uh, so, you know, when you guys are getting lapped by the girls, like – don't take no offense to it. They're just they're just good. They're right. Just oh good. yeah, yeah. They're really good, man. <laughs> they definitely beat me anytime. Yep. And then in the XC2 class, uh, Jay Shadron took the win again. Uh, he's undefeated so far this season, but it didn't come as easy this weekend. Uh, Brandon uh, Owens took second, and Brandon led most of the race, I believe. Uh, every time that we yeah. saw him, I think uh, he, as far as I know, he led to about about well, they they ran five laps, didn't they? Yes, they did yes, run they five, ran five laps. laps. So yeah. I, I think about the right, they came around on the fourth, the lap that Walker broke, and that's yeah. when um, uh, that's when Jay, Jay Chad Chifilli. took it over. Yeah, yeah, and Brandon ended up finishing about thirty seconds behind Jay, but it yeah. was it was a close race. It was a good it one. A good one. A Every good time one. that we saw them, uh, they were nose to tail in a hard battle, yeah. and so it was cool to see uh, Brandon get back up there where you know he knows he belongs, he belongs for sure. And then and, and another thing to say about that is just being in that position for that long in front of Jay Shadron, the year that he's been having, mm -hmm. that's that's a big statement for Brandon Owens. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, you got to feel confident if you're Brandon on that one. Yeah. Uh, and then Wyatt Wilkins brought out the podium, so good yeah. ride for him. He actually ended up finishing not that far off behind uh, Brandon. Maybe Brandon kind of lost sight of Jay, and mm -hmm. then Wyatt was able to, uh, possible, to, yeah. to run him down a little bit. Uh, that's just speculation. <laughs> and then, uh, in the XC1 class, Bryson Neal took the win. Hunter Hart took second. Good ride for Hunter Hart. It's mm -hmm. good to see him back up on the podium. I just want to say, every time that we <laughs> have talked or seen Hunter mm -hmm. before a race, I know he's superstitious. Right. He's finished second. Right. Every single time. Well, or, gonna, I, or I shouldn't say every single time. The last three races that we've been seen to. him, yeah. he's finished second. So maybe we're your good luck charm, Hunter. What do, what do we got to do to get him first? What do we got to get him to get on that top? Well, if he show up. Maybe a, we, maybe a live interview before the race. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe a live <laughs> interview. Or, and knows. then uh, the sneaky snake, Jared McClure, uh, took third. Uh, Dude, he's been riding solid lately. I mean, just constant. Just a yeah. solid, constant uh, threat for the podium. Uh, De you know, bummer for Devin. Devin Feehan was, was up there and mm -hmm. battling with him for that position and ended up breaking down. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, hats off to Jared for, for a good ride. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, on Sunday, Taylor Jones took the win in the women's class. Uh, Brandy Richardson took second and Rachel Archer took third. Uh, those women, you know, yeah. uh, I tell you, they've been back and forth. Yeah. Corey Steve didn't finish on the podium this week. Just off but, the podium. But you know, her and um, Taylor Jones has been switching punches back and forth this year. Yeah. And that's a really cool class to watch. Uh, keep your eyes on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, most of the bike classes and now even the, the XC one, mm -hmm. it's kind of like a, flip a coin on who's going to win these right. races and who's going to win the championship. So uh, we'll talk a little bit with Josh about that here in a minute. Uh, and the XC2, Cody, Cody Barnes. Cody Barnes took the win. He's, Congratulations mm -hmm. to him. That was the best ride so far of his season. Mm -hmm. uh, took the win. Ryder Lafferty took second, and Liam Draper took third. There's another There's another one that we've, yep. uh, since he's been on the podcast, man, he's been on the podium twice. Every so. time since he's been on the podcast. Hey, he wants to come in studio sometime. So, cool. sometime. Cool. So be cool. we'll get him in studio, and uh, maybe then he'll yeah, get a win he'll get a win <laughs> and then maybe he'll be he'll want to be a permanent co-host <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> and then uh xc1 uh, josh strang took the took the win ricky russell took second jordan ashburn took third and i want to point out a stat here real quick 
it was a veteran pro podium this weekend. Every single rider on the podium in XC1 was over 30. Wow. So, wow. that class. I can't believe Ricky is over 30. That's insane. Ricky doesn't look like he's over no, 30. No, he's, Ricky's got the baby face like he's, going yeah, on. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got the baby face going on. But that's really cool to see him back up on the podium, man, because he's been, he's been dealing with a lot of things and, and, and pushing forward. And and uh, I, I think he's uh, getting back to where he needs to be. And I think this weekend, with that confidence being over the podium, it's, it's going to shoot him forward a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And But right before we get uh, Josh Strang on, we got to go over uh, the fantasy. I, I kind of teased it a little bit in, <laughs> yeah. in the Instagram and uh, uh, the week seven winners, guys. <laughs> I don't even Baby. know what to say here. I don't know what to say. It's rare. Brandon Whitehair. Oh, wow, that didn't work. That didn't work. It's okay. That's oh, it's because that's down. Uh, Brandon Whitehair took first. I hate this guy. Who's that guy? I don't know. Who's that guy? I don't know. Mandy, Lor- uh, Mandy Lawrence. Took okay. second. Yeah. A girl took second. Heck yeah. Yeah. Girls Congratulations. can take second, man. She, she almost beat you. She only You only had about one point. You know, almost uh, doesn't count. <laughs> Zach Bothwell <laughs> took third. Matt Lewinsky took fourth. And Angelino, or Angelo Frail took fifth. God, <laughs> I, love, I, I love these names. Why do all these names have to be at the top? I, I love these names. <laughs> but uh, no. So, Brandon... Even though you took the win, mm-hmm. you did not get the highest score in either bikes or quads. What the heck? So you get no prize. Thank you me. get no prize. Um, <laughs> so Matt Lewanski, uh-huh. he ended up taking the win in bikes, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets a chain and sprocket Rocket kit. Uh, he took the win, and his team was Lyndon Snodgrass, Ryder Lafferty, and Liam Draper. Cool. Solid team yeah, right there. Very solid. Uh, and then Zach Bothwell, he took the win in the uh, ATV class with Jared McClure, Wyatt Wilkin, and Brandon Owens. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. So yeah. uh, congratulations to you two guys, mm-hmm. Zach and uh, Matt. You guys won the Sunstar Chain and Sprocket kit. So, um, yeah, so if you're congratulations. If you hear this, send us out your information, and we'll get it over to you guys. Yep, absolutely. And uh, at the points as they sit right now, Brandon's still in the lead yeah. uh, with 1,071 points. Billy Bebot is in second with 1,017 points. And Zach Bothwell is in third with 971 points. I'm going to be posting those. Um, results later this evening, so you guys will be able to. Uh, oh, Zach's listening right now. Congratulations, buddy. Yeah, man. Uh, you guys will be able to see the results in, in entirety uh, later this evening, so yeah. uh, be looking for that. Sweet. Uh, Brandon, the XC Gear Mako 360. We're going to wait till after Josh Strang. We're going to wait till after Josh Strang. Teaser. Ooh, you guys got to wait. Got a teaser. You guys, oh, AJ, hey, both winners are listening. Well, Heck no. Yeah. He said his, his girlfriend. She did. Oh, man. That's another one. I thought that she was going to win, but Zach ended up beating her by one point for the uh, – so uh, A lot of one points. Yeah, and he says that he needs to uh, – um, AJ Opelinger says that he needs to have her start picking his team. So uh, <laughs> you awesome. might have to do that. Yeah. I might need my wife to pick my team as well, so I didn't do too hot this weekend. Oh, jeez. So uh, you want to go ahead and get uh, – um, you want to yeah. go ahead and get Josh Just on the get line? Josh on. we got a phone call coming. I can't – Craig. Can't, can't, can't take a call from Craig Mr. right now. Mr. Kawasaki Man. Mr. Kawasaki Man. That's KFX right. KFX guy. Go ahead and talk a little bit, Brandon, so we don't uh, have dead air time. Oh, yeah. Let's try not to do that, right? <laughs> no, man. Uh, seriously, guys. Uh, Sunstar Channel Sprockets. Um, Doug Kurt, dude, he was awesome. My boy raced at GNCC Micro in, in the morning. Uh, boy, guys, that was a mud mess. Um, there was uh, – shout out to those kids. Um, but shout out to Doug Kurt. Um, we met up with him and he helped me and my kid out. Um, actually him and Coop 
pulled the pulled Coop, uh, Colton out of the out of the woods for me a little bit. It was a rough bike. One. <laughs> got a little hot and uh, all. That. I think we saved the clutch though, guys. Did we save the clutch? I think we did. Okay, we're, we're going to run it this weekend, and we're yeah. hopefully, hopefully it makes it. But hey, if you guys haven't seen it, there's a really cool video of uh, Brandon's son pu- oh. pushing his bike through the finish line. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's got to be a proud dad moment to 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 do be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, to, it was, to it's, see him it's, do that. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, that's one of our goals that we always talk, and um, you know, being six years old, we always we always talk on the line. I'm like, listen, I don't care if you win, I don't care if you lose. It's just go out there and have fun. But the one rule is, we don't quit, we don't give up. Um, no matter how bad it is, no matter how much you hate it or no, or whatever goes on, um, we always want to finish. Yep, and absolutely. that's the goal. Yep, yeah, absolutely. It was cool to be able to see him uh, see him do that and, and help him do that. So mm-hmm. we helped him push it up uh, to the finish line, and he pushed it across. So, right. yeah, it yeah. was cool. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah, Doug, I will send you that video. Actually, I need to post that video because I, I put it up in the uh, stories. Oh, okay. So I need to actually make a post with that video in it. I'll, I'll make a post and, and tag you in it. So uh, – all right, let's go ahead and get Josh on the line. Josh Strang. I, I, I was on all this talking. You haven't got him on the line yet? I mean. You told me to talk. Jesus. Got to have you talk a little bit, right? Well, I've been trying. I mean, you got sometimes I got to hand the reins over a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. How's it going? Hey, man. How's it going? It's Cooper and Brandon from the uh, Split Line Show. Appreciate you coming on the show tonight, man. Yeah, no worries. How's it going? Oh, not too bad, man. Uh, hey, first off, congratulations, man. Two John Pentons in a row. Uh, <laughs> second race back from the arm injury. You got to be feeling pretty good about that. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, yeah. Um, like I mentioned on the weekend, I went however fifteen years or whatever uh, going to the Penton and not not being able to get a win, and then <clears throat> now I'm uh, two wins in a row. So. I'll, uh, <laughs> Uh, honestly, the the win on the weekend was a little surprising, but uh, I'll take it. And it was, uh, I felt <clears throat> felt fairly good all day. Just uh, just kind of fell fell into place, you know. So it was uh, took took advantage of it. Right. You're probably wishing all the rest of the rounds are at John Pitt right now, right? I <laughs> uh, hey, that place that place is fun, but I'll, I'm happy to go some other. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I've noticed is, is the last two wins you've had have been in some tricky conditions with mm-hmm. the, the last one at the Ironman and now this one. Um, I mean, it wasn't nearly as bad as Ironman, um, to say the least, but but it did look like you guys, especially out in the field sections, were kind of on an ice skating rink. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 I didn't win at Ironman, so Thad passed me when I was Oh, that's right, that's right, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, yeah. He passed me on the last lap when I was buried up to the seat. So. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that one, I still, yeah, I still feel like I rode fairly well there, so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's that's correct. The last two races that I've done, well, the two, last two mud races we've had, I've done fairly well at. So um, the weekend definitely wasn't the worst pattern uh, I have experienced, uh, but it was it was fairly slick and compared to, I guess compared to most of the other rounds or all the other rounds this year, it was definitely slicker than anything uh, we've raced on yet <clears throat> uh, so far for the year. So uh, it was. Uh, I don't know. You just have to adapt. So it's right. The 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 dirt there is kind of weird because in some spots. Sorry, I just uh, I just I just we got home from dinner and I I didn't forget my kid in the car, but I just had I <laughs> oh, didn't you, get, I didn't get around I didn't get around to getting him out. Now, now you're fine. The wife's on me. No worries. No worries. <laughs> no, no, go, but go ahead. She's got him. It's all good. 
Yeah, uh, but I, I was going to say that the dirt there is, uh, is uh, real tricky because in some spots it's kind of sticky, and then other spots it's got like that like snotty that snotty slick stuff, and uh, so so that always makes you makes you wonder and it has to keep you on edge. Yeah, that that was what was really strange about the weekend was uh, so from I guess from uh, I don't know about probably about the starting line to the to where we went into the pen, maybe a little bit, maybe a mile before the pen section, it was actually like super slippery. So it was, it had been polished off obviously by the quads and then, uh, and then it rained on it. So it was, it, that, that section for me was really difficult. And uh, if, if you, anyone, I don't know if anyone paid attention to how the lap times were going for me, that's where I would lose most of my time. Um, and I, I don't know, I just kind of struggled on that stuff, but then, the section from about halfway through the Penton section to the pits was like full. It was, I thought it was, had a lot of traction. So I really enjoyed that, that side of the track. And I was able, uh, that's where I pulled out uh, my time. So um, yeah, both like I had the track, like you said, the track had two kind of separate, separate pieces of dirt. One was super slick and the other one was fairly grippy and, um, and kind of racy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that that's kind of like what we were seeing on Racer TV. Actually, um, I had I had left Saturday evening when that wind started blowing porta potties over and and uh, everything like that. Uh, it was whipping pretty good. So we, uh, my wife actually had to work Sunday, so we headed home. But then I was watching on Racer TV and and it just looked. I was just like, oh man, that's got to be brutal out there. Um, but obviously, um, this has to be this has to mean a lot to you. Um, the way the season's been going. Uh, had started off for you. I mean, this really has to probably um, uh, give you a whole new outlook of the way the season can end. Yeah, the, um, yeah, like the season. I mean, it, it is what it is. In, injuries happen, yeah. and to get injured at, at Florida, um, it was a was a shitty kind of deal. So, uh, and I missed, ended up missing well with the DNF at Florida, and I missed four other rounds. So I, I didn't score points in five races. So pretty much ended my. I mean, pretty much ended uh, like a, a my championship hopes yeah, really. Right. Uh, I mean, and unless I was to go seven and zero, um, <laughs> hey man, which you is, never know. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The odds. Someone should put a put a bet on that because the odds would be stacked. <laughs> uh, I would say would be stacked against me. That's for sure. But uh, but yeah, anything anything could happen. And um, but yeah, so it's like my championship was kind of over when I broke my arm, which is a, which is a shame, but, um, that happened. So to get a win the second round back, uh, definitely a relief, uh, and a little bit of a surprise, uh, considering I feel my arm is still not even, it's still not close to being a hundred percent. So the, um, Dr. Tanner, he released, te- he technically released me at like four and a half weeks, which was, which is crazy. Uh, and I, I didn't start riding my dirt bike until like six weeks, I think. Uh, and so even then it was still sore. And like, so the, what I'm having now is like, what's today, Wednesday. Uh, I still, I'm still having a lot of just soreness from the race on Sunday, even today. So it's like, it's, and I'm not 24 anymore. I'm <laughs> now I'm 34. Yeah. So things slow down, start to slow down. So I just take, it's just taking a little bit longer to heal than, um, it would have 10 years ago and 
uh, and then with me trying to ride during the week and then race on the weekends, it's it's like a, it just it's a process. And so I'm just honestly I'm trying to get to the summer break so I can actually have a break, have like three or four weeks off off of racing and not so much off of riding but just a just a little bit of a break so i can try and heal it up so i can be 100 percent right right uh, is it break. is it the uh is it the uh, throttle arm or is it the clutch arm yeah so it's a clutch arm so uh-huh. uh i mean <laughs> both it, now i've realized <clears throat> after the sorry <laughs> after iron man i had a i guess I guess you would call it arm pump. So in in the past, I've never really had much arm pump or any. Yeah, lucky um, you. <laughs> and and I I guess I got it at Ironman, and I I was like, what? Is, I was like, cause I only got it in my, I actually got it in my good arm, uh, the one that wasn't broken. Oh. Wow. And it, so after when I figured kind of figured out what was going on, and I paid more attention, I was uh, I was using my my right arm a lot more than my arm that was broken oh yeah um so i was overcompensating and like i was pushing and pulling on the bike when with the one arm instead of both arms so so really that uh, it made more sense and um what helped this weekend at the pent or last weekend at the pent was uh i like i got to this got to the lead and with the conditions being how they were i was kind of able to uh control the race and and go my pace you know so it was uh it was a little easier where if, if the Penton stayed kind of racy like it was on Saturday for the quads, I, it might have been a different uh, a different outcome, you know. So, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, how's that? The, the Cowie seems like it really likes that mud stuff um, going into the bike situation. Um, you, you've rode the Australian bike, right? Because you, you were on a Husky at one time, right? Am I, am I correct? Yeah, I mean. How's it compare? Uh, I, I was just curious. Yeah, I, I mean, for me – riding the mud is something that you have to enjoy to do any good at so uh obviously i think the cow is cow is a good bike and for me i can like all weekend i was probably third and fourth gear the whole track on that thing oh nice and and so like and that when we don't do anything special so we go like a tooth up on the rear sprocket and uh and put the pipe on and other than that we're running something that we're running everything like everyone can buy a sprocket and an exhaust to run that thing so it's like it's just the way you ride that thing but if you if you rode my bike or anyone else's 450 in second gear around that track you would have been having nightmares (laughs) so it's it's really it really like yeah the bike is really good and Mm -hmm. if you know how to ride it it's it's it, I think it's an amazing bike so and again it's like how I have my stuff set up so right uh, my stuff's if you, if an off-roader got on my stuff it's fairly stiff mm-hmm. or really stiff uh, but that's just how i ride yeah. so once once we take 20 30 pounds of mud on it it actually this the stiffness of my stuff probably works better than mm. someone who's running a soft setting and then they put 20 or 30 pounds of mud on so yeah that's you know, true. There's, a, there's a lot of things that can uh Play like into. To factor in factor into a mud race so yeah uh, i was always in the fact oh sorry yeah. josh go ahead no i was just gonna say oh. like and i'm some six one so uh fairly tall as well which tends to help a little bit in the mud mm-hmm. and the slippery stuff so no I, I was always curious so since cowboy came out with the 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 woods model do you guys run the the motocross style transmission or do you guys run the woods transmission um so i'm 
I'm pretty certain they're the same transmission. Okay, are they? Because I know sometimes yeah. they're geared. Yeah, yeah, well, these wood bikes are geared. Don't, 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 don't quote call. me on that. But I'm pretty, <laughs> like, I'm pretty certain. I, I should know that. Should um, know but that. I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain they're the same. Okay. Uh, so the X comes with the side stand and. Uh, oh, that's right. That's some right. Some other In little bits, eighteen-inch weird wheel, and uh, I think it comes with some different valving in the suspension or mm -hmm. different spring rates or something. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think they wanted to get an, they wanted to get an off-road model out just to the, to the customers, you know, yeah. so they, right. So they were kind of more ready, um, for a, for a cross country style race. Right. And that, um, and then I don't know any plans, but it'd be cool to see, be cool to see in the future if they come out, maybe like a bit bigger tank and mm -hmm. uh, maybe a few other, off-road kind of additions that most everyone does you know it'd be cool to see but right uh, i'm not i haven't i'm not sure of what's going on uh -huh. so it'll be good to see yeah right, yeah right. for sure i was just always curious about that uh what i'm curious about and i want to get your thoughts on this uh i've not seen this i don't know if I'm sure it's probably happened before, but I believe that every rider on the podium this weekend was over 30 years old. So <laughs> it was kind of like a, 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 a vet class, uh, a vet class overall podium. So that, I mean, that's pretty cool to see. It's pretty cool to see, you know, and I, I have a, an assumption that, that maybe the conditions, like you said, helped that a lot, you know, older, more veteran riders getting up there and, uh, and, uh, and doing that. R Ricky had a great race as well. Uh, so uh, what's your thoughts on, on that? Yeah, I think it, I know you say that it was a 30 plus, uh, podium. And I think, yeah, you probably haven't seen that since like the Fred Andrews, Rodney Smith days back. Yeah. What's that? That'd be 20 years ago now. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's pretty crazy and i i don't know um yeah i think just yeah i mean jordan is he as everyone says jordy likes the mud you know and uh and then uh ricky russell he's from out in washington so i think he enjoys riding in the mud as well and i've done enough races here in the states now where i would much prefer riding mud than than the dust of australia so it's like uh i think just yeah just experience and and that sort of stuff kind of pays off sometimes and uh, i mean honestly i don't know you, you get some guys that are like some kids that are really good in the mud it just i think there's there's a lot to a three-hour gncc and uh i think it just you just have to sometimes be smart mm -hmm. how many times did you did you switch stop for goggles um and or like what did I know like a, a mud race kind of like that kind of changes your whole pit stop strategy. Did you guys have a good plan going into it or, or is you guys just kind of, kind of, kind of winging it a little bit? Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I try and look at the weather before the races and I'll prep goggles. I try and prep goggles before I get there. That way I'm just not, not worried about it. And, uh, mm. I prepped for, for a mud race or a rain race. So, um, but I actually only switched goggles once at, mm. at our gas stop. So, uh, for me, it was a, it was an easy day on goggles. Oh wow, yeah, that's pretty yeah. impressive for a three-hour race. I, I would have said I would have said probably three or four, that's but right. uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so going into this year, like when we first talked to you, we talked to you uh, uh, in the off season, and, and you were getting ready for a season, and, and you know hopes were high, and then the whole season has just been so weird with all these injuries. Um, 
your your injury, you know, we've heard that your injury was kind of related to uh, to lapper issues, and it just seems like a lot of that going on this year. Um, you know, what's your thoughts on on the whole season as a whole, and and you know, kind of where the sport is right now? <laughs> that's that's kind of a big question. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, yeah, so my, my crash was, I mean, a lap, the lapper, he, we actually talked a little bit on Instagram. Well, we talked when we were sitting next to each other on the side of the track. Um, and then he messaged me again, uh, like a week later or whatever on Instagram and apologized. And it's like, it's like, it, it wasn't his fault. The guy was off. He, he was off my line. So he was out of the way and, and there was a, there was a log or something in the, in the bush that he didn't see and so when he hit that log he just deflected into me and, right and and i mean that so there's nothing the poor guy could do and when i like i crashed and knew my arm was broken and i'm cussing like a australian would cuss and uh <laughs> and i turn around to give the guy an earful and and he's laying face down in the middle of the track just groaning so it's like and i'm like man that can't yell at this guy he's probably in more pain than i am and uh and then so it was like yeah so that for me that was a that was a bummer but it's without the lappers out of gncc our racing is it's not gncc you know right so right it that if that happened to someone else in the next five years i would be surprised so um uh but yeah sure i was uh bummed and and uh it was unfortunate that it happened to me but you know, it's part, it, like I said, it's part of it, and that sometimes that's just where it, maybe it was just meant to be. You know, so um, and as far as like the other guys getting injured, I don't know. Just that first round took a bunch of guys out, and yeah. I just think every everyone was just everyone was just going for it. You know, right. so yeah. uh, I think that's just part of it. And everyone, everyone wanted to wanted to I don't know capture. I don't know, just, I don't know, they just, they were just going for it, I think, and that, that's just what happens, you know? Oh, yeah. what we, we've talked about it a lot on the show that there, it, it just seems like, you know, the sport itself is elevated so much that all you guys have just elevated your game to such, like, the, we talk about the tip of the spear, like, you guys are on the tip of the spear with speed and your endurance and your energy and the ability to run those high speeds for so long that it just kind of seems like whenever there is a situation, it, it tends to be that much worse. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, I think that's true, you know, and, and the tracks, I don't think the tracks are too fast, but they definitely like we've found, everyone has found ways, like you said, to go faster mm -hmm. over the last couple of years, whether it be suspension improvements or the tires are getting better or the bikes are getting, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say the bikes are getting faster, but maybe the power is getting more usable. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just think it's like we, now we can, we, everyone, I, I mean, I, I've been around now for what, six, 15 years or something. So mm -hmm. I've seen a bunch of different, like changes throughout the class but i just feel like now everyone every time you practice or go race it's always at almost always at 100 percent. so mm. i think you're just just pushing the limits and that's part of motor motorsport in general really right. and then for us racing in between the trees it's it just that's that's what it is and we yeah like you said we're just everyone's going faster so mm. it's, it's uh it's difficult 
and I think for the most part, everyone rides within their limits, and there's sometimes that just something will catch you, mm-hmm. catch you out, like the the stump that got Stu, or yeah. I think the route that got Ben mm-hmm. at the Enduro, or what, whatever happened, you know. So it's like it's just like those little things that you can't. That's going to happen doing anything. Like they, Stu might have hit that stump going half the speed, and the same thing might have happened. So right, right. Uh, it, it just it is. That's how it is, and that's I think. I mean, you, you get on a dirt bike, you you know the risks and that sort of stuff. Right. So uh, I think it's just a little bit, just coincidence that every that a lot of guys are getting injured right now, and I think it'll it'll come good um, here soon. Right yeah. now, what the uh, cool part is, you just mentioned how long you've been a part of the sport, and like you've seen the uh, the the evolution of the sport and how it's grown, and how you guys have have, and you've been a part of the growth yourself. My question is, is while this, you know, this transition of the sport has happened over the years, have you been able to like, I guess, see it happening or is it something that you're just kind of like a part of and it's like, you're like, wow, looking back, like we've gotten a lot faster since then or like while it was happening or you're like, this is like, it's getting pretty fast every, every year. Yeah, there's, there's definitely been some things where I, I feel like I've been ahead of, ahead of some or ahead of the class and then there's other things where I've missed the kind of missed the boat and I've had to catch back up you know it's I think when I when I first came over I feel like I was one of the fitter guys towards the end of the race uh like and that's where if if you ever watch old videos or look at times or whatever when it was Charlie and I uh Charlie and I were together for the first half of the race, and then I, for, it based it off lap times. You, ju- I could just drop him almost every race we were together, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like back in the what was it, two thousand eight, nine, ten, eleven, I guess maybe eight, nine, ten. Uh, that's when I felt like I was ahead of the class in that in that area. And then once I left in two thousand twelve and came back, it, everyone had stepped that had stepped up. And then Caleb, of course, came along and he he brought – I don't know, he, he just brought a lot of speed early and then I think that just everyone had to catch – everyone had to do a lot of catching up to him because I think – I don't think anyone caught on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like you would see his races, he would get to the front and have a gap and then he can just maintain that gap. And I think – for the years he was here, everyone was starting to catch up towards the end, and I think everyone got a lot closer the last couple of years he was doing it, although he was still really good. And I think another thing he did the last, I guess it was the last two or three years, he had, like, he got on the program with uh, the Alden program. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I don't think Alden does anything special, but he, he has, he creates a program where people are, are accountable right and so you so you if you don't do the work you don't get the results and i think caleb brought that program onto his his racing and i think that um leveled him up again and now you see all the guys in the class uh with trainers and all that sort of stuff where i think it's elevated once more um so i think it just keeps going and uh and and yeah so i've i've seen i've seen bits and pieces of all of it it's crazy you get to a point like we are now with as fast as you guys are and you kind of think man like five years from now like how could it get <laughs> any faster? how could it get any faster from this point 
yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I, I could still be around. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> right? man. Hey, hey. There's no uh, letting five, off. It seems like at all. Five years from now, I'll be on e-bikes. Like electric yeah. bikes or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, uh, one more question before we let you go. Um, you've been you've been working a lot with some some youngsters of the sport. Uh, uh, Lyndon Snodgrass is having a great season this year, and and you, you've kind of had a hand in that with training him and helping him. How how's that been for you? That style, uh, uh, being on the trainer side. Yeah, it's been it's been good. So Lyndon came over two thousand and nineteen. 1920, one of the, I don't know, maybe 2020. <laughs> uh, and he, like he came over at first and it had applied for his uh, visa. And so he'd come over for th- uh, three months and then he'd have to go back until his visa was ready um, to get approved. So um, he came in over there kind of for free with Babbitts, which, which was cool because he was getting the support and everything. Just he was not getting paid. So uh, uh, the wife and I put him under the house and he kind of just jumped on and we just did the program my my stuff i was doing together and uh and then last year he kind of was here again and then we we did the same sort of thing so it was, i think i was able to well i feel like i was able to help him learn the ropes fairly quick or quicker than someone else who came over and just tried to do it themselves mm-hmm. uh and then this year uh we've added a, a sec or at the end of last year we added a second kid to the family so we uh we kind of had, we didn't really have to boot Lyndon, but at the same time, we were like, man, you, you're probably not going to get any sleep. And um, it's going to, like, we're going to have an extra person in the house. And at that stage, um, the Reardon family, Gus and Will, they, they were moving out here as well. So yeah. um, Lyndon moved in with their family, which actually is about 10 minutes from here, from my joint. So it ended up working out. Uh, fairly well so we still do I still help them with the programs and and training and that sort of stuff so Lyndon and Gus and Mason Simmons the other Aussie kid who's here now too uh, they all we all kind of ride and train together and and I just try and I try and help them out and I've I'm not I'm not a certified trainer but I feel like over the years I've learned I've learned I've learned enough where I can I feel like I can pass on my uh, some information uh, confidently that that I feel will help them uh, do better at the GNCC. So uh, it's something that I'm interested in doing after I'm done racing. Uh, so that and this what doing by doing it this way, I feel I can get my feet wet and see if it's actually something that I'm I'm in I'm, I am really interested in. So uh, uh, it's it's it is fun. Sometimes it's it's a little stressful trying to line everything up as far as riding and the training and all that goes. But for the most part, I enjoy doing it. And, uh, for me, it's also a bonus cause I'm riding with kids who, who just hold it absolutely wide open for yeah. the most, most of the time we go practice. So for me, it can only help as yeah. long as I don't pick up any bad, bad habits. You know? <laughs> right. Um, um, they're, they're all throughout the week. Um, I'm rarely the fastest guy through throughout the week nowadays. So uh, it's I ha- like I've been around long enough where I'd try not to let that get to me. Uh, yeah, but right. yeah, yeah. During the week, the boys are definitely definitely holding it wide open. So always different on race day. Have you ever <laughs> been in situations where they they catch they they catch you on uh, from the second row and you kind of like are able to play teacher with them while you're out there on the track? <clears throat> Yeah, well, so the well, so 
I have like Lyndon's been here for this is third season, so mm-hmm. up until this year he had caught me ever. Uh, I don't know if he he might have caught me on adjusted time mm-hmm. a couple right, of times maybe, right. but never never actually on the track. And then this year, Lyndon and Gus actually my first race back two weeks ago at night or at the Hoosier, uh, they caught me on the sec second lap or something, and because uh, I I mean I was like I said I had the arm pump right. issue or whatever it was and. Uh, so I was just trying. I was trying to just ride my own deal, and then I see the boys. Ca- I figured they were going to catch me, and I, rem- I remember seeing them a couple of times in the woods. And I'm like, I think that, I think that's Lyndon. And then I, I remembered kind of what color helmet Gus had on. And I was like, I think that's Gus. <laughs> and uh, then I remember going down one of the, like the cornfields and looking back, and and they were like catching quick. So once we got into the woods, I moved over. Well, I looked back and I saw Gus was leading. And it was the race before at Coca where he led uh, on adjusted time the overall after the first lap. Yeah. And he, but the problem at Coca, he blew his he blew his load by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a- and so I was so when he caught me and he was leading on the second lap, I, I moved over and I'm I'm like waving him the slow down gesture with my hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and. uh and he so he went past, and I let Lyndon pass, and then uh, I let Liam Draper pass as well. He was with him, uh, and then I kind of rode, <clears throat> rode behind them for a little bit until I settled in, and my arms kind of went back to normal. And then I, uh, I like I passed Liam, then I followed uh, Gus for like about a lap, I think, and finally he let me pass, and I, I wasn't sure if he was going to try and tag on, but he dropped back. I think he was kind of starting to get tired there must have been like hour maybe an hour and a half or something mm-hmm. and then so i followed Lyndon for a lap as well which is for me it was fun sure i don't want him to catch me but uh um it was fun to ride with him and then he he got halfway stuck in a mud hole so as i was riding by i was just looking at him um uh, <laughs> i was i was making sure he wasn't stuck completely because he was leading so if he was fully bogged i probably would have stopped and helped him out but uh he he was just stuck for a couple of seconds and then i was i was kind of hoping he would uh latch on because i feel like i had a few lines that were that he he could have learned but i think at that stage he already had like a minute or so on gus so there was no real point for him to like push 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 to yeah because i've that's one thing i've tried to drill into him about the xc2 class is they they get paid the same amount of points if they finish first overall or tenth overall. But right. if they win the exit two class, that's like they just get paid and points for exit two only. So it's like you that you you're not doing yourself any favors by burying your body to get a fifth overall or something. Right, right. 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 So that that's one big thing I, I feel like I've tried to teach them. Uh, and I don't know if I feel like Lyndon's finally figuring that out. It's like, it's like, man, if I can get 10th overall and win the class, then on Monday I can, I feel great. And that's better than, <laughs> than, uh, like burying myself and feeling like absolute crap for a fifth overall and no one seems to care about right. it. Right. <laughs> um, so two, I got two questions for you and I'm, and I, and, um, the one is, how does that boot taste? How do you guys, how does the boot taste? Uh, man, I, it was funny because I saw a youth rider do it earlier in the morning, I think. Um, and then you ended up winning and have to do it in the, 
in the afternoon. So that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, about halfway through the last lap, I was thinking, I was like, shit, I'm going to have to do a shoey. <laughs> um, and, uh, and that for, for, there wasn't a whole lot of water, but for some reason my boots filled up massive with water. And I was like, this, this it won't be good. So I kind of, <laughs> when I went through the finish line, I kind of talked myself out of it. <clears throat> and I was trying, I wasn't going to say anything about it. And then uh, Mikey Waynes gets on there and he, he said something and I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then he's like, oh, but some kid did it this morning. Yeah. And, I'm like, and I'm like, dang it, I better. Uh, but yeah, that one was by far the worst. Uh, then the other, the other thing that's fairly foul is they were the boots I had to take a leak in at the Ironman too. So, um, so, so, so I didn't, I didn't drink a whole lot of the champagne, maybe like a uh, mouthful or something. But, mouthful. But it was, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's I might awesome. have, I might I might pack a pack a brand new set of boots. Right. And, they, hey, that's a good it's, idea. It's like, hey, <laughs> yeah. hey, bring me bring me a good boot real quick. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, hey, the other question I have for you: Are you going to be at the full gas this weekend? I'm still undecided yet. So that's, uh, yeah, I wanted to go, but my just my arm um, still not being 100. Mm-hmm. percent I I just want it. Like I said earlier, I just want to get it healed up, and I think the least amount of time I can ride on it. Uh, the better, mm-hmm. but that that full gas is fun. So uh, we'll see. Okay. We'll see um, what, oh. what we decide. I'll be looking for you if you if if you're down there. I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, Josh. We're not going to take any more of your time up, buddy. We appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, uh, it's always good to hear from you. And, uh, yeah. hey, you know, if a shoe is the worst thing that happened this weekend, it's a pretty freaking good weekend, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll drink a shoe out of my stinky, dirty boot uh, <laughs> any race weekend if, if, it, if the outcome is a, is a first place. So, Thank you. Uh, I'm happy to. Absolutely, man. Yeah, well, man. hey, good luck at, uh, up at High Point this this coming uh, weekend. We'll, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be up there and uh, be, be cheering you on man so uh yeah. again thanks for coming on the show man we appreciate your time tonight yeah all right fellas thank you all, all right, right buddy, we'll talk to you later yeah see you mate uh, so- yeah i was i was wondering about the about the good old shoey because uh that um i bet that was a little uh because nah, you could, you could tell when he dumped it a little bit. I didn't know he, about the uh, the uh, the the leaking in a boot <laughs> and then taking a shoey. <laughs> that's 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 rough. That's, that's rough. Rough. But hey, these guys are so hydrated, right? That like you know you gotta go, you gotta go three hours or you gotta go three hours without peeing. <laughs> could you imagine? It's like you gotta go off the bike. Hold the bike, guys. I gotta go pee. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, racer uh, TV has a camera, and you see guys just taking a leak in the. Water. Yeah. <laughs> now Josh is a good interview. We really appreciate him yeah, coming on. Awesome. Uh, I mean, just class act guy. Um, you know, it's always cool to hear, you know, his, his the mm-hmm. way he talks about uh, the racing, and and what I really enjoyed was the was the talking about how you know how he was able to link up with Lyndon and Gus during during that last mm-hmm. race at Ironman and really uh, really kind of teach them a few lines and, and, and hang with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's not where he wants to be. But, right. again, at the same time, that was the race he was coming back from injury. Right. In, in, oh. injury. So it's not like, you know, yeah. you know he, he had a little bit of um, catching up to do with his mm-hmm. – with, with his, uh, with his racecraft, yeah, for sure. I mean, that, and the that, arm, right? The arm and, and everything. And I'm sure once once his arms came back to life, and like he said, he started, uh, you know, pretty much clicked another gear, and then it was like, all right, boys, coming back up, pass you up. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> the, you know, the, you know, he was saying that 
his laps weren't the fastest on the practice track, but um, we all know with this sport age, um, especially GNCC racing, a little, a little bit of age on you um, gives you a little bit more knowledge on race day yeah. and um, kind of, you know, kind of know how to preserve yourself for when you need to uh, explore the energy and stuff you have. But uh, so with this all going on, what's, what do you think, how, how's this all going to turn out? Um, for the bikes uh, for Mason Dixon and, and all that good stuff. Well, are we talking about championship? Because yeah. like right now, you know, Ben Kelly, uh, this is really the best case scenario for Ben Kelly mm -hmm. with uh, Josh and, and Ricky Russell finishing second because between first place and third place mm -hmm. where Jordan Aspern finished is a nine-point gap. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those are nine valuable points that Jordan could have used this weekend. Right. And um, he wasn't able to get, uh, you know, he, he he was able to finish on the podium, mm -hmm. which is good. He had a hard-fought battle for that podium, He did have too. a hard-fought battle for the podium, for sure. But um, it's one of those things where, where you know, you know, you hate to see Ben Kelly out. But when he's out, you need to take the advantage oh, of yeah. it and, and get as many points as possible. Uh, Trevor Bollinger being the same way. Right. You know, he had kind of a, a um, uh, an off race as well. I, I believe he ended up uh, finishing 10th. He ended up having a penalty. Um, he took a, a line that was a little too far off the track. Uh, I saw his uh, post about it um, on Instagram. And, you know, he's, he's kind of like one of those things that is what it is. Right. And But, you know, still neither one of those guys really – jumped on top of that and took advantage of the points like they needed to this past weekend. So uh, going into high point, I look for those two guys, um, especially Ashburn, to to really uh, really put it on and try and try to try to close that gap uh, while Ben's not in the series. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the biggest thing is and how crazy would this be? And I and I don't know the whole extent how long Ben Kelly's out you know that maybe he's already done maybe he's you know we don't I don't I haven't heard I don't know if you've heard haven't seen anything um but if there is a possibility that he comes back how crazy would it be for him to be able to come back and still have the points lead and and um and making it and still winning the championship I think that'd be nuts what do you think no, I think it would be nuts as well I'm you know I'm, I'm messaging yeah, you, you're messaging good. listeners here yeah. but uh you know I, I agree. I think it would be crazy if he's able to do it. And, and, you know, he has two races, and then I think, you know, between the two races and then the week yeah. uh, when he comes back after the break, I think it would be like 17 total weeks that he would have to heal up. And it right. all depends on that shoulder. Right. It I all depends shoulder, on that shoulder. Yeah. So, you know, it's we'll see. Possible. It's going to be it, – It's, it's going to be possible. possible. I think he could do it. Especially with this weekend. The way I, it I still – let's just put it this way. I still – pick Ben to be the favorite to win the championship this year. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, I mean, yeah, Bollinger and Ashburn and, and DeLong need, need to get up there and get those wins uh, um, coming in from the Mason-Dixon. So uh, th those guys really need to get their uh, their uh, their stuff in a row and their ducks in a row and, and, and get on that podium. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Hunter Johnson, thanks for joining the show, man. We appreciate it. Enjoyed talking to you this pa uh, yeah. on the weekend. It was really cool catching up with you, and uh, thanks for coming up to yeah, us. Yeah, um, and then also, uh, I've been called out. I've been called out on my pronunciation. I was wondering. I couldn't read because it was like all funky on mine, and uh, I couldn't figure it all out. All right, Matt, let's see if this is better. <laughs> Matt Lewandowski. 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 Let, let me know if I'm right. If I'm right. <laughs> Matt Lewandowski is the winner of the, uh, of the uh, Sunstar Chain of Sprockets. So, right. um, but, yeah, you know, going into the, the ATV race, uh, Brandon, what is the one thing besides – What's the one thing that you picked up on? Um, I mean, is this is this Bryson Neal's championship this year? Um, well, after this weekend, it is his. I think it's going to be his championship to win or lose. Um, 
I'm like I said, it's a long season. Walker Fowler, to me, looked like he was on a man on a mission. I know Neil was catching him a little bit. That's why I'm curious. I, I really wish I would have went back and watched and see if he was still leading when he broke. Yeah. Um, going into like maybe mile Doug, eight or something. Doug Kirk says he thinks he was because he said he was a few seconds yeah. ahead of him. And you know where Doug was standing um, uh, yeah, over those pits. That, so, yeah. I mean, I, I think if he doesn't break, I think he wins. So, uh, because he only had think a lap. he wins? I, he only had a lap left. A, a lap's a long time. It is a long time. But, I mean, he was on that flow, that, that good pace. Uh, I, no, I agree. You know, Bryson did catch him, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. You know, Bryson was in sixth place for the first two laps, yeah. um, and and didn't you know when we saw Bryson come through the second time, and he was still kind of in that fifth place position. I was like, whoa, what? You what's know, going on? What's yeah. going on? But he, I'm sure it's kind of one line. Oh, I don't want to say one line, but I'm sure there was very little. I don't know lines. how these guys make passes as it is, right. well, especially really on don't. that on that track. The way yeah. it, the way it was all forming up. I mean, we went to one section. It was like slot cross. Yeah, you know, no, it was just right. one line, and and you just got. But your you tires know how up. these guys is most of the time. These guys aren't even touching those. Those uh, they're not even getting in in yeah, those ruts. They're right. they're skipping across them, and mm. but it might have been like you said, the morning race was like that. Yeah. So it might have been one of those situations, you know, until the at until the uh, the the PM lines got developed, um, it was kind of slot crossy, right? And, and and they were weren't really able to make any passes. But once he did get into second, he put a he charge put on, it on, yeah, and, and he caught to Walker real quick. And I want to say a shout out to Walker Fowler that. Um, uh, did you see that video that he yeah. had? Uh, his story, on his story. What a class act. Right. What a class act. If you haven't seen that video, Tr I think it was in his story, so it may mm. not be up anymore. Trust me. I think we were saying like, uh, probably shouldn't talk to Walker for about another year. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, and then he puts that up. And, and he like, puts okay. that up. And the, the dude is such a good example for mm -hmm. kids, for, for the future generation of, of racing, of how you should handle yourself as a professional. And uh, it was really cool to see that. Um, the video was literally, he was standing beside the broke down quad with the, the chain off the bike and. Mm. And uh, um, he had a good attitude about it. So, mm -hmm. you know, hats off to him. Um, we appreciate guys like that in the sport for sure. Uh, it sets good examples. I showed that video to Nolan, mm -hmm. um, and uh, I'm sure you showed it to Colton. Yeah. And, and it's really good to see to see that out of these guys. Right. Um, I just want to say, what did I say on the starting line? We were sitting there, and I'm like, and we're getting ready to watch the 10. They're getting ready to make the 10-second call. And I looked at you, and I said, what did I say? I said, it's going to be Hunter Hart's day. And, and you're like, hmm. I'm like, I think he's going to win. And he came out. and You he said almost, if he can get a whole shot. And, and it was close. He Fowler stole it away from him. Man, just, Fowler's just so good at that inside. Yeah, the like way he, he set pivot, him up. He pivots on that. He made a motocross move on that one. Like, yeah, that he, was a nice one. He pivots on that line so hard mm -hmm. that he makes that, you know, really, really smooth. Because he's not always, a lot of times he is, but he's not yeah. always the first one to jump off the line. Mm -hmm. But coming out of the first turn, it's like one of those things. It's like the quickest point from from A to B is right. a straight line, and and he's not he's never ever ever overshooting that turn. Right. If you look at a at a uh, Walker Fowler hole shot, he is hugging that inside turn mm -hmm. around Ricky uh, uh, Ricky Towery every single race. Like he is right on that on that line. Mm -hmm. So you know that's how he does it, and um, 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 you know. That's and he he's the reason why we can't have a uh, whole, a whole shot a whole challenge. shot a whole shot challenge on our fantasy game because it'd right. be too easy to pick. Right, especially for. But back to Hunter Hart, 
great race. Yeah. He he rode fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Because he, he was on Fowler's butt for at least what a lap or two? lap lap and a half. Yeah, something. Like yeah, that. exactly. And then he dropped off a little bit, but then but then he made it. You know, then he made it up, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, uh, got a cool video of him coming through that section uh, down there at the uh, Monster Mile. Yeah. Um, him and Devin Feehan, I, I thought they both were going to kill me because <laughs> they were coming right. I, I had this little sapling. Yeah. That was my safety net right there i was standing kind of behind the sapling and if dude, uh, I, see, I seen a dude ran over like three saplings on the top of that hill so i don't think you were just too safe well i just i was i was hoping that it would at least slow the quad yeah. down just a little bit before it was funny it it was like uh, we had colton there and i was like we we're right there at that split and i was like dude just hug a tree buddy just hug, hug a tree and hold on um did you see chris Bors is uh video the one where he tipped over? Well, I don't want to about a tip over, but he tipped over face front. planted. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> Man, uh, hats off to Josh Merritt. Uh, not a lo- was that Josh that helped that him up? J- oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It was Austin, Austin Abney. Abney. Sorry yeah. about that. Because yeah. Austin talked to me about yes. that after the race. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, th- that's a class act. Uh, you're in the middle of a race. It's your competitor. Uh, you're trying to get up there and to stop and help a rider out, which – you know, it was on top of him. He was yeah. pinned down. Yeah, that was that's a class act, boss. How about how about shout out to him for having a good top ten finish this weekend? Yeah. Um, you know, you know that you know that he expects more of himself. But mm-hmm. man, like you heard on the podcast a few weeks ago when we had him, he's been through a lot with the back injuries, right. and he he was telling me about some of the issues that he was having going on, and and it's cool to see him, you know, getting better, and 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 he was he was driving fast, so. Right. Yeah, and, and John Glotta put a heck of a ride in too. I talked to him after the race, and and uh, you know he he put a put one in. It was pretty good. And, yeah. And I'm telling you guys, that, that wasn't a smooth track out there by any means. Those yeah. guys were were holding on pretty good. Yeah. Hey guys, we're getting ready to give away the XC Gear uh, Mako 360 here in just a minute. So if you uh, um, um, if you haven't already, make sure you share the video. Uh, get a few more people on here to see uh, see who wins that thing. But. Yeah, no, uh, down to the XC2 race. We talked about it a little bit at the beginning, at the beginning of the show, but Brandon Owens, man, what a ride by him. Mm-hmm. That kid was hauling this weekend, and uh, he gave Jay the run for his money. He did, He man. gave Jay everything Jay wanted in that race. Yeah. Uh, you know, every other race this season, Jay has been able to to jump out and, and just kind of pull like a Walker Fowler of, of a few years ago before Bryson Neal was able to latch on. Um, and, and just kind of run away from it. Right. That's what Jay's been able to do in the XC2 class this year, and, but not today. Not yeah. today. Um, um, uh, Brandon was, was right, there, right there on him, mm-hmm. and, and Jay even got the whole shot. So yeah. at some point in time, um, Owens Brandon passed him. Yeah, yeah, and and that was the thing. I think we were. I think I was more excited about that than yeah. I was the, uh, Walker Fowler out front um, because like they were coming around. I'm like, dude, that was Owens. Yeah, and, yeah. And I was like, oh, there's Jay. And then you know we're coming back. There's Owens again. He's still in the lead. And and, and I think that was the 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 coolest thing about the whole thing is. Um, I was more excited about the XC2 race because uh, Jay Shattern's been just running away with it all year, yeah. and and finally he had someone to step up and um, and give him a really good challenge. And that can only that can only go a long ways for for Brandon in in the next several races. Right. You know he he's got some momentum on his side now. He's kind of had a rocky start to the season. Yeah. He started off really good, but then he's had some issues with the bike. Um, had some races that he, I'm sure he would like to have back, mm. uh, but I'm sure going into uh, going into a high point, a, cl- a track close to home, not as close as a John Penton though. Right. But these, you know, he's in his home right, right now mm-hmm. with the next three races uh, before summer break, and uh, I look for him to to really like, you know, these these tracks were already circled on his calendar, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. 
but I'm sure he's going to really focus on them and really focus on on making it, uh, you know, making a run for, you know, may, maybe if not this championship, but making a run for for trying to get, you know, himself in a better position. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's in Parkersburg, so he's about couple hours away from the Mason Dixon and probably about a two and a half, three hours away from snowshoe. So, uh, as yeah. a ra- racer, uh, you know, you'd almost want to call those home tracks. Um, Oh but, yeah, they for sure yeah, home tracks. Yeah, so, yeah. so shout out to him. Um, man, Adam, Adam McGill also had a great start to this, this race. And Did you see where he had to, uh, he stopped in the pits, had a brake issue. No, I didn't see And that. then they, I don't know if he thought they fixed it or, or not, but he went to the rode off to the end of the pit lane, turned around and went back to his pit. Oh man! And uh, they got off the bike and and they were working on it. I, and uh, um, uh, the mustache was uh, was <laughs> Mikey Wayne's went out over there and was and was talking to him and uh, he, um, um, the mustache was giving him a hard time about it for sure. I bet I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, yeah, because um, that that was a that was a bummer because he was out front. And and running that top three uh, for the first, I think, it was lap, wasn't it? And, yeah. And yeah. um, lap and a half, and and that, that was really cool to see. And I think, man, if if he can keep it up and 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 keep that little bit of momentum that he picked up from that, going into this home race for for Adam McGill at the Mason Dixon, and then snowshoe right after it. Hopefully, maybe see him on the podium here soon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the Gators, he was in a position early in the race and then had that issue. But uh, um, once we saw him after that issue, he never looked like he lost any more time. So mm-hmm. um, you got to wonder what, what could have happened if it wasn't for that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that was a great race. Um, everyone that we met up there was awesome. Yeah, know, no, so it was totally cool. Awesome. It was cool seeing you guys. We, we gave some T-shirts uh, to some guys. Yeah. Uh, um, we talked to uh, – it was cool to talk to uh, Devin Feehan's mom. Yeah. Um, she recognized our voices, so that was cool. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, Doug Kirk mentioned that uh, McGill was running Nerf bars this weekend. Yeah, uh, that's true. He yeah. said that uh, – I've seen him say before that he would never run Nerf bars because he, uh, he wasn't a puss. So, right. Um, uh, <laughs> looks like he's get, the age is getting him maybe. I, I mean – you know, if the Nerf bars get you that good of a start and get, and get you up there, you better <laughs> he run says, them. Well, he says he intends on using them as well. So. Maybe, well, maybe uh, maybe the Nerf bars are the bake, was the brake problem. Maybe the, the Nerf bars are getting in the way. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. So, hey, you ready to give this XC gear, make it 360 away? Yeah, uh, the winner is Brandon Whitehair. Oh, wow. That's a weird randomizer you got over That's there. That's right, right? So, people, people are already saying that, that you're somehow cheating in this. I know, man. I love it. And I can't even win. I can't, I'm going so good in this. And I can't even win a prize. I can go over to Pulp and I suck it up, or I go Rocky Mountain and I suck it up. Hey, Matt said that I pronounced his name right this time, so I appreciate it, man. So. How, how you pronounce that again? Don't look, don't, don't, don't look down. Lewandowski. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Lewandowski. All right, so you want to? Uh, I'm gonna hit it, and I'll tell you. You can tell me when to stop. Okay, go ahead. Ready? All right, go. Go. Stop. All right. The winner of the Mako 360. Bar clamp is Riley Walter Peter Bayer. Riley Bayer. Yep. Congratulations. You are the winner of the Mako 360. Uh, we'll be uh, in contact with you. Uh, message us if you don't mind and uh, give us your information, what bike you wanted on. And uh, man, that's awesome. I need to win a Mako 360. Listen, guys, listen. All you had to do was play. That's all you had to do. Hey, I'm curious. 
I wonder if we could know real quick where he finished in this week's uh, this week's uh, um, fantasy. You would have that information more than I would. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going I'm to look for it. You're going to look for it. Yeah. You want me to talk some more? Yeah, go ahead and talk some hey more. Hey, guys, why we're doing this, guys, um, if support our show, support our sponsors. These sponsors are awesome. Um, <laughs> Doug Kurt's awesome over at Sunstar. Um, and Sil Sabres, uh, Mason's over there is awesome. And uh, Greg at Guts is awesome. And Richie Nolan from Mountain State is awesome. Um, support those guys as much as you can. And i uh, love to see this product on your bikes when we go to the races. Everybody love everybody. That's right. He finished 13th. 13th? That's yeah. not bad. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. Not bad. He didn't have to win. Hey, guys, 13th isn't bad. We are having a pretty good turnout for right. for uh, fantasy this year. For something year. we haven't really advertised very well. No, we've not advertised. If you it. don't listen to our show, you probably don't know about it. No, exactly. And um, uh, we appreciate you not spreading the word too much. <laughs> yeah, well, he does. Don't spread the word too – yeah, Next I Next year. Because it's taken me like – I'm spending about eight hours a week – I know you guys don't feel bad at all. No. I'm spending about eight hours like, a week. You're like, dude, I don't care. Just give me my prize, in. bro. But no, it's been fun. Yeah. Has it all, I yeah, mean, the, it's been the, fun. the handicaps have worked out well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of yeah. cool to see something that you and I have created a little bit to watch it work. Yeah, to watch it work yeah. and, and, and watch. Like what I think is cool about it is, is um, you know, people have said that, well, it's a, it's a, it's a fantasy game for just the pros. Mm-hmm. But is it's it? It's not. It's not. No, it's not. Any, I mean, we've had a couple, I don't want, not want to say non-pro, but. but yeah, a, a riders. A riders. We've had A riders right. finish in the top 20 and yeah. score some major points. Like over on the bike side this year, with as much chaos has been going on at on row mm-hmm. one, man, there has been some major points of guys right. coming out of the top 20 and, and uh, uh, um, um, finishing with a, uh, a high score. And you guys, um, you know, it's cool. I think the riders have really liked it as well. Like yeah. when we give them a shout out for being the top scorer of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think half of them are like, what What did I just win? But that's cool. Or what did I just do? But that's cool. But Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what's up? Hey, I, I want to say I called – I actually I had both of the top scores this week on my team. I think did you too? Did you as have? well? Liam, Liam Draper and uh, um, Brandon Owens. Oh yeah, yeah. That's probably how so. you won. Yeah. Both. Well, duh. Yeah. I have all the top scorers on my team. Yeah, so. yeah. And Doug, Doug just said McCormick and uh, Keys. Yeah. Uh, Dalton Keys. Uh, very good examples of, of of why this is not just a pro. Right. Uh, Fantasy. fantasy, yeah. Because it's it's anybody who finishes in the top twenty. Hey, if you are in vet B and you finish in the top twenty, you're getting points. Man. You're gonna get points, right? So it's cool. No, yeah, it's we, cool. we we uh, we enjoy it, and uh, next year we intend on making it that much better. better. We want it on a website. That's, we're gonna that's get the that's goal. the goal. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get it on a website. That way, you guys can enter in your own teams. And Rodney doesn't spend eight hours. And on. I don't have to spend eight hours doing it. <laughs> But uh, we, we we appreciate you guys bearing with us and uh, and playing the game with us. And if you've not played yet, you can still play. Yeah, we give weekly like pri- our we give away some sick mm-hmm. weekly prizes. Oh, like yeah. this week, chain and sprocket sets from Sunstar. Dude, Are you was, kidding me? Two of them, dude. That's that's like what, like two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, easy. Each. Yeah. Each. Each. So five hundred bucks. From from Mako. Sunstar Chain and Sprockets, yeah. and then the Mako 360. So you're like almost a thousand dollars worth. We're of, giving away like almost a thousand dollars worth of prizes. That's insane. Just for playing one week, week of uh, of uh, uh, Split Line Fantasy. Fantasy, and the Mako you didn't even have to you didn't even have to win. Nope. The person that finished last could have won this one. Right. So 
Yeah, so that's, a, that's a crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't think we'd ever be at this. That's what I said, guys. We've had, guys. We've had close to. Um, we're getting close to about a hundred people that have played this game so far, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we're hoping that like next year we're going to advertise it, and we want you guys to help advertise it too right. next year. And hey, if you guys blow up, if you guys see anything that we need to maybe change or or an idea don't be scared to send us a message i mean it's not a lot you know what i mean like we we got our base but (laughs) you know what i mean if you guys have a good idea maybe about the game or something else well we've had a lot of ideas about including like like um uh the four by fours or the women's dirt bikes and like yes that would be awesome it just makes a little life a little harder it makes life a little bit harder it makes picking teams harder Mm -hmm. as well um you know maybe one day down the road we can do something like that as well uh, like one of our ideas is maybe since we can't do the whole shot, Mr. Walker Fowler and pretty much Ricky Russell this year, um, we were thinking about maybe doing like a first to the finish line or first per, first lap led. Yeah, first lap led or yeah. something like that um, to get an extra bonus points uh, uh, added to your score if you pick. You been, don't have to pick. There's been times XC2 guys have been leading mm-hmm. going first uh, in, into the first. First, first lap, lap with the overall, yeah. Yeah, they've been in the overall. So, you know, that could be something that we look to in the future as, as a way to kind of maybe uh, an, an extra added thing to get bonus points and stuff like that. But, no, it's been fun, guys. And, like like I said, we, we really appreciate you guys playing. And everybody that's played it has had such a good attitude about it and right. having fun. Like, we've not had any complaints. No. Um, you know, except no. for pronouncing guys' names wrong. Knock on wood. Uh, yeah. No, and, and you guys have been, like – you guys have entered your teams in every week. Mm-hmm. It's it's been a lot of fun. Right. It's been a lot. We really and you know what's crazy, Brandon. So when we first started this, you saw everybody like I would put the handicaps out, and like we would get like everybody's teams from that point on through the week, and it was just like trickling teams in constantly, right. constantly, constantly. Well, now it almost seems like everybody has kind of like figured out the game a little bit and wants to wait until the end of the week. So like this past week, I was starting to panic. I was like, we haven't gotten anybody to, to, to pick their teams hard. We have like three teams boom. in. And then like Saturday morning, we had like 80-some me- – right. yeah, yeah, like 80-some messages – with teams right so it was insane it was pretty funny yeah so uh brandon good show good show are we done uh, geez, buddy. oh you know what we should do actually let's pick our podiums let's no, let's pick the the winners for the uh for the uh round one of pro motocross oh okay you want to do that um 250 first 450 what do you want to do whatever you want to do I, I i kind of uh uh threw that on you so you get to pick on okay who. uh we'll go 250 first okay and just because i know you're probably thinking i don't even know if you're thinking about that um i'm gonna go dark horse and i want to go um hunter lawrence gets to win hunter lawrence with the win is that really a dark horse though because um, i kind of everybody's that, a dark horse if you match him up to jet right now if you listen to everything that, else everybody i kind of think saying. that 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 hunter and uh and jet are kind of like they're going to be the guys this year I, see i, I don't want to say guys because you still got justin cooper in that class i mean michael has got such a big question mark over him though. he does but listen the dude and is Bozeman as good outdoors as he is indoors yeah, yeah he's pretty good he, okay. i mean uh, i think he was like fourth last year in the championship don't quote me on that um yeah so and and I was listening to the press conferences and stuff on that and and he says his bike you know hasn't really changed too much on it so he's comfortable um, and then R J Hampshire he's always 
Always, always. So pass. how did RJ go from being on the 250 to being on the 450 to now back being on the 250? Because he so, was taking Malcolm's spot there for a minute. Yeah, so I guess there was only like a four-day hiatus on the 450. Yeah. He did really well, and then I guess he met up with the Husky the team and, and, and was like – so this is his words. He rode the 450, got it dialed in, pulled out the 250, went just as fast on the 250 as he did on the 450. Right. And so then the team met up. The hierarchy said, I think this is the better option for the Husqvarna team to put you on a 250 because you're really fast right now on it and have a better chance of putting it on the podium. <laughs> if RJ lines up on the 450, doubtful he gets a top five. Right. So right. 250. That's stacked. That class right, is stacked. It's stacked. So the 250s was a better <laughs> option for him. And then they brought in Shane McElrath to, to, to fill in his spot there. Right. So Right. Which is, which is pretty cool. So so you picking Hunter to win? Yeah, Hunter's going to win this okay. one. I think Hunter's going to win the whole championship. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the way I feel. He... Everybody's he's overshadowed by Jet so much. Man, could you imagine? We've not really ever seen them like get into a like a. Like, a could you imagine if it was like a one point separation going into the last round for the championship, brother e brother? Like that would be insane. Like I don't even know. If, like you couldn't even. Mom and dad wake up at night and, yeah, and you, walk downstairs and like, like you uh, couldn't even sleep in Hunter the same house. smothering. Yeah, you couldn't <laughs> sleep in the same house. Not even alone being under the same tent. That'd be insane. Yeah, it would be cool. It'd be I, one day we're gonna watch that. Right. You know, it's going to happen. It's got to happen. Um, I'm going to say I don't want to pick Jet because that's the easy pick. And I don't think Jet's going to win this weekend, though. I don't know. He's <laughs> been uh, – he's 3-0 at Paula. <laughs> he's 3-0 at Fox Raceway. The last three races he's lined right. up there, he's he's won all three. All so. right. I'll go Jet. I'll be unoriginal and go Jet. Yeah, I mean. Let's go to 450s. I got I got a, uh, a surprise there. No, so. I doubt it. Go 450s. I doubt it. You're, you're probably going to go Ken Roxon. No. I know you. No. I'm over it. <laughs> Did you see his post on Instagram? No, uh, I don't think. He I, was like, F all the haters. Well, I mean, the the guy's got a whole a whole Pandora's box over there he's got to unlock. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I love Ken Roxon. Uh, his whole story is awesome. Um, he's just, you know, he's just got to figure it out. I think he needs to make a team switch. Get away from that bike that caused him all the pain and suffering. And and go somewhere else. It's a little bit of uh, like a refresh kind of, but that's that's my opinion. Yeah. Um. So who are you gonna go for fifties? I'm gonna go Jason Anderson. Jason Anderson hasn't won, and he's overall. never won an overall. But Outdoors. I think he wins round one. And you this think year. he's gonna win? Yeah, because Supercross I think, and motocross, two different things. I've been hearing so many good things from my inside sources <laughs> that he is flying. Out there right now, he's flying at the test track. He's flying at the test track, <laughs> but the thing is, 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 is I think that Jason Anderson is going to win round one, uh, riding the high from Supercross, and I think he's going to take round one win, and I think he's going to be in it this year, especially before we head to High Point. Yeah, because uh, I think he's going to be really good on the west side, mm -hmm. but as soon as we come to the east side, he might be a tick back. See, I, 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 it's like the whole thing. So everybody that has a good motocross season is always expected to be really good at supercross. And whoever has a good supercross season is expected to have a good motocross. And I think okay. that's total BS because Dylan Fernandez <coughs> was awesome outdoors last year. No right. one could touch him. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, he's going to win the supercross championship. What, what did he do? Nothing. 
Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb, same mm-hmm. thing. Awesome at Supercross, mm-hmm. came out. Now he's, now he's only like, I don't even want to do outdoors. Okay, but both of these guys that you're referring to are also champions. Jason didn't win the championship this year. No, but so he's still hungry. He's hungry, but it, I'm telling you, there's it's a totally different ball game, totally different mindset. I mean, most of the most likely he'll have he'll get um, what is it like uh, height sickness or whatever at Colorado. Did he, what, what's it called again? <laughs> I can't remember what it is. Uh, it's slipping my brain. You're laughing at me right now. I know. No, that's funny. Uh, I can't even remember what it's called. Altitude sickness. Altitude. That's right. Sorry, I was height something whatever. It's too tall. He's that's too right. tall. He's too tall. Uh, but anyways, altitude. <laughs> sickness uh, it came, came to me finally and and you can't have that on outdoors you know what i mean you can't have that in championship but um i'm going dylan Fernandez. everybody's covered him up i i unless eli tomac and chase sexton can pull it together for the americans this year with uh <laughs> with uh i don't know if they can hear that in the background but with uh caroli Fernandez and um kenny roxon back if he's any kind of health um i don't i don't Almost see an American on the podium unless it's Chase Sexton or uh, Eli Tomac. That dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think I'm concerned about Eli's knee. Right, he said he's ninety percent right now. But uh, I, I I don't know. No. Who who you think is going to win in the first first race? Oh, Dylan Verandas. Calling. Oh, you just said that. I'm yeah, sorry. This dog's distracting it's me. Distracting. Brandon, it's You're been ready? a good show. You're ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. It's been a good show. Thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Josh Strength, for coming on the show. Um, awesome sponsors, right. as always. Brandon, go yep. ahead and read us down through that list. Yeah, guys. Uh, Guts Racing, guys. Support them. We, we've seen a lot of support uh, at the GNCCs. I don't know if it's from us or if uh, Guts products are just that awesome uh, that everybody else has already been using them. But it's awesome to see. You go over there and hit, hit them up. Um, that's what I run. That's what Rodney runs. It's it's for it's from us. And it's uh, from us. it looks sick on your bike, man. It just looks so sick. Um, seal savers, guys, save your seals, save the money. That's what I do. I anything about a racer. We all need to save money right now with everything going on. Gas um, prices. Right, gas prices. Save you know, your we, palms. We start giving away gift, uh, gas cards. This gas card. People probably start playing. I know. People don't even know about us. Like, gas cards? Okay, we're going to play. Uh, and support Soul Savers, guys. 25% off the code split, capital S, split line. Um, on any on all your your final purchase uh sunstar chain and sprockets guys there they are they're awesome they're reliable um i think i was talking to doug kurt maybe one chain break in like the last 15 years that he knows of uh from a pro rider so uh that's that's awesome so if that's reliability is what you're looking for and all to and um performance go hook it up chain and sprockets uh from sunstar uh split line 30 Save 30%. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's a big discount, guys. Yeah. 30%. Um, and then XC gear, guys. Save some arm pump. You want to uh, have a smoother ride on that uh, last hour or three-hour race if you're doing it. Or even just a sprint lap. You know, get a little choppy. And, uh, yeah, some software. <laughs> so Commercials. Get over there and uh, head up. Lance is a really awesome guy. He's really cool. Um, so help run their product. And then, guys, go if you're ever in West Virginia, um, you're in for a race. Uh, Mountain State Hair Scramble. The whole music's messing me up. Not really. <laughs> the, the commercial. The commercial. Uh, the if you're ever around, Mountain State Hair Scramble puts on the, one of the best races, the best shows uh, for racing. Quads on. I mean, bikes on Saturday. Quads on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, awesome. 
unique awesome schedule event. there. Yeah, unique, unique schedule. schedule yes. Yeah, so it's really cool. It's really awesome. And uh, that's where we race when we race uh, some locals. Absolutely. Absolutely, so. guys. And soon to be some split line. I don't have my split line shirt on. Split line t-shirts. Oh, t -shirt. my Jesus. Well, we both don't have one on. Split line t-shirts will be at the Mountain State Hair Scrambles soon. Yeah. So make sure you guys check those out. Uh, make sure you guys also check out our logo. Right. Because uh, we are now co-sponsoring them as they sponsor us. So that's we right. appreciate it. Uh, uh, we appreciate everybody over there. We appreciate all these sponsors. Um Josh String, we appreciate him for coming on the show tonight. Yeah, that's awesome. Been a good show. Yeah. Episode 77. Peace. Later. I'll take you, save you, 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 I